to the Lady Preacher Podcast, a podcast for the progressive Christian, where we talk about an all-loving God, an embodied Christ, and an ever-moving spirit. Dive right in as we wrestle with what it means to live out our faith in the world. Hello and welcome this morning. Our scripture reading is from the book of Ezekiel and it's chapter 37 verses 1 through 14. The hand of the Lord was on me and brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. The Lord led me back and forth among the bones and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley bones that were very dry. The Lord asked me, mere mortal, can these bones live? I said, sovereign Lord, only you alone know. The Lord said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them but there was no breath in them. The Lord said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy mere mortal and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come breath from the four winds and breathe into these bones that they may live. So I prophesied as the Lord commanded me and breath entered them. They came to life and stood on their feet, a vast many people. The Lord said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I am going to open up your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. I invite you to just join me for a moment of prayer. Gracious and holy God, like Ezekiel, we feel like we have been placed in a valley of dry bones. We look around us and it's so hard to hold on to hope. And so when you ask if these bones will live, we like Ezekiel say that only you know that answer. Gracious God, strengthen our hope and our faith that we may believe that your breath will come that you will breathe new life into the earth and into us as you did those bones in the valley. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As I said in my prayer, it can really feel like we are in the midst of this valley of dry bones. It can feel like Ezekiel, we have been placed into this valley and we are walking up and down, seeing bones, dry bones all around us, all around us, devastation beyond any hope of repair or renewal. And what we want is for God to show up. What we want is for Jesus to show up and heal us and heal the world just the way he would have healed a blind man. The other story for today in the lectionary is the story of Jesus raising Lazarus. Jesus has sent word from Lazarus's sisters, Martha and Mary, saying, our brother, the one you love, is so sick. Come and be with him. And what's interesting about this story is that Jesus, when he hears this news, he doesn't go right away. He dilly-dallies, essentially. He waits two days. And then he goes to be with Mary and Martha. And upon his arrival, both sisters in two separate instances go up to Jesus and they say, Lord, if you had only been here, our brother would have lived. If you had only been here. And how many of us today find ourselves asking that question, Jesus, where are you? If you had only been here. These people wouldn't be sick. These people wouldn't be dying. If you had only been here, we want Jesus to show up and fix it or to show up and have this not have happened at all. But if there's anything that these two stories tell us is that Jesus and God are not about preventing death and destruction. These two stories are about how God and Jesus show up in the midst of death and destruction in the midst of darkness, in the midst of grief and sadness, when we feel all hope is lost, these stories are about what happens then. And what happens with Jesus is he shows up and he sees the grieving of Mary and Martha and all of their friends, their whole community is gathered around. And this is the shortest verse in all of scripture. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. He sees these grieving people. And it's not just that he sheds a tear. It is guttural. It is visceral. Jesus weeps. And we know why. We know why he weeps because we have been there. We have been among people who are grieving and who are sad, who feel all hope is lost. We have been in a valley of dry bones where all we see is death and destruction. We know what that is like. But the difference for us is that when we look out upon a valley of dry bones or when we are in the midst of suffering and grief, we don't see God. We feel like God is absent from those places. But what these stories tell us is that is exactly where God shows up. That is exactly where Jesus enters into the story. What these stories are telling us is that God shows up. These stories are not about the prevention of suffering, but what God does in the midst of it. 
In the story of Ezekiel, it is God's spirit and God's hand that drives Ezekiel into the valley and is there walking with Ezekiel as Ezekiel walks up and down this valley of dry bones. And with Lazarus, Lazarus has already been dead for four days. I know I said before that Jesus dilly-dallied, but he only waited two days. And when Jesus shows up, he finds that Lazarus has already been dead for four days. So even if Jesus had showed up earlier, Lazarus still would have died. This is about what happens after. God asks Ezekiel, can these bones live? He's asking Ezekiel, do you have hope? Can these bones live? And to understand this question, you have to understand what is happening in Ezekiel's world right now. Ezekiel is writing and living in a time when the Babylonians had conquered Judah, when the Judean people were exiled. They were watching the devastation, not only of their land, but of their people, of their culture. They were worried about their legacy. They were worried about their home and their people and their faith. They had believed for so long that God lived in the temple and now there is no temple. And so there's the question of where is God? And all of this suffering, where is God? And so Ezekiel doesn't have a whole lot of hope left. He doesn't have a whole lot of hope left, which is why he doesn't say, yes, these bones will live. And he doesn't say no, because he doesn't want to believe that either. He just says, only you alone know, oh God. Only you know. God is asking, can we have hope in the midst of all this suffering? Because as humans, we assume that death is final. We assume that destruction is final. But our God is a God of creation. Our God again and again and again throughout scripture and throughout the history of the world shows that new life can come from death. That goodness can somehow, some way come from destruction. God never promises that we will not suffer. God never promises that there will not be death, but God does promise resurrection and new life. When God moves, creation happens. When God's breath enters into the world, creation happens. Just think of our creation stories. The spirit hovers above the chaos and the darkness and enters into it saying, let there be life. Let there be light. And there is light. God creates human beings out of the dirt and the dust of the earth. And they remain dirt and dust until God breathes ruach, the breath of life, into them. And then they become living beings, living souls. We may feel right now like we are a pile of dirt or a pile of dust. We may feel like we are in the midst of a valley of dry bones. We may feel like Lazarus, like we have been in the tomb for days and we have the stench on us. And yet God asks us, can these bones live? Can these bones live? And the answer is yes, because death 
never has the final word. Destruction never has the final word. Pain and suffering and sadness never have the final word. God says in Psalm 23, the psalmist says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because God goes with me. God is with us in the midst of it all. In Psalm 130, morning and weeping may come in the night, but joy comes in the morning. That is the promise of God. Death does not have the final word. Grace has the final word. Love has the final word. Joy has the final word. And my friends, the beauty of these two stories, these two passages of scripture is that new creation and God's breath entering in does not hinge upon the faith of human beings. The bones do not rise because of Ezekiel's faith. Lazarus does not rise because of the people's faith around him, because in both stories, there is doubt present. They have lost all hope in both stories. And yet God's breath enters in and the bones rise up and Lazarus rises up. And so when you feel like hope is gone and hope is lost, when you feel your faith is buried somewhere deep beneath the ground and you cannot get to it, trust and believe and know that God's goodness does not hinge upon your faith. The God's breath will still enter the world. God's goodness and grace will still enter the world. When you feel like you have run out of breath, God's breath will keep breathing into the world. Amen. May you receive this blessing as you go out into your week. May you go forth as the light of Christ in the world. May you go forth holding on tightly to the love and grace of God. May you go forth knowing that God is with you. May you go held in the arms of our creator, redeemer, sustainer, blessed forever by the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, mother of us all. Go in peace. Amen. My friend, thank you so much for joining us today. I am so grateful for you. Without you, this ministry would not be possible. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. The Lady Preacher podcast is part of a nonprofit called Dancing Pastor Ministries. And you can find us online at dancingpastor.org or join the community by finding us on Facebook at Dancing Pastor Ministries. If you would like to be a part of supporting this podcast, there are many ways you can do that without giving monetarily. You can share our posts on social media, send an episode to a friend, or just leave a review. If you would like to support us financially, you can do so at dancingpastor.org slash give. My friend, you are a gift. Thank you for being here and God bless.